in the stars in the stars in the stars Welcome back to Golf DMV everybody before I even make formal announcements of everyone who's here although you know who's here LB and Vern who should be here who should be I have a uh, I've got to correct a mistake from last week so last week when I was talking about uh, Manny at Silver <laughs> at, at City Swing I made I said that he hit his draft 282 I was trying to figure out why Lawrence and Vern looked so shocked I said 282 shout out again to one of my new best friends uh, Derwin Cooper <laughs> who uh, reached out and said Manny's hitting 282 I'm like no, why would you think that? <laughs> like, you said that on the podcast. It's like, oh, I meant to say his his longest one was 182. I didn't mean yeah. to say 282. And so, um, meanwhile, um, we'll have more simulator stuff uh, to talk about. Uh, we've got Vern and LB, obviously, as you guys have heard. We I might- got a correction, too. I'm sorry. Before, if we do oh, yeah, corrections, no, yeah, yeah. Correction. let's just, yeah, let's do corrections. Let's get them all the way. Yeah. I, I said one last week, too, and I don't know <laughs> if it was on our show or if on Coach I know I said it on Coach B's show, but I don't know if I said it on ours as well, was that Tiger wasn't a – it's about the Masters when I said Tiger exemption runs out in 2026. Mm-hmm. Right. So the Masters is a lifetime. Once you win, you play for life until you're too old and decrepit and shouldn't even be out there any, anymore. But Tiger is only exempt on tour events until 2026. Yeah. That's when that okay. runs out. So after that, I don't know how he gets into a tournament. Assuming he doesn't oh, sponsor exemption. Him. If a sponsor well, wants, to, if Tiger says yeah. he can play, he goes to whichever sponsor yeah. says, "Hey, I'd like yeah. to play in this." Yeah, I said, yeah. okay. Yeah, I do think that he just he could just pull up on any PGA tournament, <laughs> so probably right, without right. even notifying them. He just right. they'd be like, "Wait, Tiger's in Park Lawn? Yeah, can he, can yeah. he even play? I don't know. Just does he want to play? Right. And you know how in the beginning of the tournament, how they announce someone? Imagine they're getting ready to announce, like even the guy who just won, like Jake Knapp. They're like, <laughs> and now from and they look over, like, oh wait, here's Jake. Wait, wait. Uh, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. And now here's teeing off now Tiger Woods and Jim's like, you've been pushed back to the to the, the other tea time. You're gonna, right. gonna tee off with the other guys. Well, <laughs> no, no, that's not no, spot though. That I was gonna say how it would work is yeah. somebody's like signed in, he's doing oh, Instagrams like my first PJ tournament I'm in, I'm I'm at the very moment and then they come to say, Hey man, hey, this is, I'm just letting you know Tiger just pulled up. So just keep your bag ready by the door. We don't know if he wants to play. Right, you know, right. We want you to play, but if he wants to play, you understand. You got and then this right. next Instagram live, he's in the car, tears kind of coming out like, man, Tiger was my idol, man. But why he do this to me, man? Why he do this to me, man? Oh, man. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, so uh, we've got a, a lot to talk about. Um, so we got those two out the way. LB, you have a shout out that you wanted to. Uh, yeah, real quick. I want to shout out Brandon, who purchased my uh, P- PXG's 211s off of Craigslist. Uh, nice guy. He said his whole family, his father, his brothers, and everybody plays with PXGs. So he's uh okay. he's joining the family in the in the line of PXG owners, and hopefully they do him well. I also maybe join the family of PXGs. I'm reaching out to Matt to try to get a fitting <laughs> schedule for early next week. We'll see how it works. I don't I don't know if it's going to. I don't. But I you know. You get in the booth and then they, they tweak things and then you see something, a, a thing or two, and then you're just like, yeah, this is the one for me. And so, you know, we'll see how that all uh, works out. We'll see. Oh, and again, shout out to uh, Danielle, who's been helping us with all the PXG stuff. There's some more collaborations coming up. I've got to talk to the fellas first about it and get it approved by the tribal council. 
Because it's his survivor. I don't want to be kicked off the island. I got to get it approved by the tribal council first. You always win because you have the equipment. Yeah. That's part of it. So, yeah. No, you're right. <laughs> the equipment. I'll take ready. my equipment and go elsewhere. Yeah, the 1500 AM connect. Like, I mean, you know. So, yeah, yeah. Just here. But out of respect, I got to I gotta get it approved by the, tri- by the tribal council. All right. So let's jump into um uh, the PGA Tour and then the LPGA Tour, and then we'll get to our stuff. Um, Jake Knapp. Who, by the way, they say what two years ago the program just wasn't working out, wasn't making any money. He was he was a um, bouncer at a bar, you mm-hmm. know, security at a, at a for nine months, trying to make money because again, when you ain't winning, you ain't making no money. That's how that's how the tour, well, that's how the PGA tour works. Mm-hmm. Yep. Live a little different, <laughs> but the PGA the PGA tour, if you don't win. You're not making any money. And, uh, and yeah, and so he said he just kept grinding, trying to get and, – and here's the thing that he said, and this goes to, like, what you've been doing with, like, the short game stuff. Vern's got – and Vern's going to explain this whole wedge vortex chart uh, spreadsheet thing he's got going got us doing. But he said there wasn't any growth by leaps and bounds in any parts of his game. It was small things in a lot of different areas. So it wasn't like, oh, I improved so much when it comes to distance or so much with my chipping. No, no, no. He said – it was working at the small things and uh, like many small things that improved me. And it wasn't any kind of leaps and bounds. And, uh, and then, and, and he wins and I get it, you know, cause I thought the same thing. I mean, a lot of criticism, people saying, you know, I'm looking at this leaderboard and I don't know, I don't know any of these people. And I felt the same way, but at the same time, when you think about it, the PGA tour has had even before live events where everybody was playing and then they mm-hmm. had events where nobody was going to. So, I mean, this is kind of, I and mean, this is one of those events that normally people wouldn't even it's play a, in. It's anyway. a swimming event. Ex- ex- exactly. Yeah. And don't forget yeah. the PGA tour also have certain um, events that happen on a weekend and there's an adjacent PGA tour event happening that same weekend or a DP yep. world tour event, like the Scottish open where a lot of the players go to play. And yep. there is a PGA tour event where there are some guys you don't know. Now that doesn't mean, Look, we know when, you know, live because of the limited field, there's, you know, more names you may know, you know, and stuff like that. And they, and it did take, you know, some guys from the tour, of course. I mean, and it hurts, but you still see stories like this. It still means something to win on the PGA tour. Um, I don't even know who won the last live event, even though we talked about it on the show. I just forgot. You know what I mean? I just don't. Right. Yeah. One of the guys. Right. It's yep. just, it, it just is what it is. I mean, that, and that's, and that's, and, that, and, and, and and it's not as if I'm saying that as someone who dogs live out. I don't like. I mean, I no. you know, I, I've I've been for disruption. I've been for live doing what they do. To I think kind we're of all the I think we've, we're, we're here where they can coexist. Yeah, and they are what they and, are. but yeah. but you know, they're still <laughs> trying to build something, and the PGA still has it. And the PGA Tour still has the the cachet, um, you know, if you will, um, when it comes to you know their events and what it means to in the status and uh, what as far as what it means to you know, went on tour. So Jake Knapp, uh, Vern, you were saying had there was something with the whole wedge game that you yeah. said relates to his win and what you've been trying to do with us. Well, basically just that, um, you know, from the article on golf, they kind of recap. I read these recaps on golf digest and I watch the highlights and the only sentence you need is uh, like, so coming, coming down to set this up, uh, coming into the fourth round, I think round three, Jake Knapp shot like a, he built like a 28 up on the front nine I and mean, he shot a 63. He was killing it, mm-hmm. but he wins with par. So it was a close battle right. between him and this right. dude named Sammy, uh, Sammy Valamaki. <laughs> I probably messed up his last name. So I'm just gonna call him ah, Sammy. You know, he's yeah. from Finland. <laughs> it was a close battle on the last day. And what was the separator? And the sentence is essentially he outdued Sammy. He outdueled Sammy with a better short game period. That's it. They go on to describe everything. 
But that's when I read this and when I went and watched the highlights, I was like, look at this good golf being played when it's nut cutting time. Like when Mm -hmm. it came down because uh, he had a four shot lead and the dude, Sammy erased all that. And then, and then to, so the same way that Knapp won it, Sammy lost it. uh, I believe he, yeah. So he, (laughs) I saw this chunked the bunker shot on a, on a uh, par three thirteenth, and then a poor pitch. Not a not a crazy drive. He did have a drive where he had to take a penalty. Obviously, right, driving. Right, I don't yeah. want to sound mm-hmm. like you know driving is obviously important. But the thing you talked to Claude about uh, the, the small changes that he made to his game incrementally across all phases. It's always going to be the closer you get to the hole, can you score? And uh, Jake Knapp was able to do it. He got how many how many fairways do you think he hit in the in in, in round four? Two. No. Two. Get out of here. Hit two yeah. fairways. Yep. Got up and down. Wow. He was scrambling his tail off. Mm-hmm. And what do we say all the time when we talk about our own rounds, when we're like, I, well, I said it a lot last year. I was like, man, I had a lot of rounds last year. I didn't feel like it looked great or played great, but I just kept getting up and down or I kept getting in positions where I was like, oh, that, that felt really bad, but it was only well, a par or it was only a bogey. Yeah. It's yeah. almost like Hideki said where, you know, he almost, he almost sets a course record and he says, but it <laughs> felt like I shot two over par because sometimes yes. – what you what you shoot feels worse than the actual score, and sometimes you feel like you played better than the act, you know, than the actual score. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he, so on the day, on the round, Sammy actually beat him. Uh, Jake Knapp shot par seventy one, mm-hmm. and Sammy shot sixty nine. But it wasn't, yeah. but it, yeah, but it, but it wasn't enough because he erased, he, he he lost those uh, strokes on those previous holes where he chunked the bunker shot and had the poor pitch. So I was just, I just when I was recapping it before the show, I was like, look at this. And we were just talking about this this weekend. Uh, whenever you're ready to get into a cloud, like when we went to the simulator, we were talking mm-hmm. about the the wedge matrix and just the challenge to the to the group in general to start to like uh, take ownership and to dial in on these on these half shots, on these sub 100 yard shots that would previously scare us. Mm-hmm. But just to just show like, this is where, uh, this is where you went. And to your point about like, you know, they're not being names and everything else. Like I said, I didn't watch the tournament. This isn't one I usually, but to be fair, prior, prior to live, like you said, I wouldn't have watched this anyway, right. but good golf was <laughs> good. Good golf was played. <laughs> good golf was played. And I'm in for Honda next week. Honda's at, um, Bay Hill. Wait, that's not Bay Hill. Bay Hill's Arnold Palmer. Honda's uh, PJ National. PJ National. Mm-hmm. So I'm in for that one too next week because uh, that was a that was a good finish last year. So I mean, or this week I guess that was a good one last year. Uh, and only I think four or five. Here's what happens: I go up in Google and I, I pull up the schedule. I'm like, cool, we got Honda. And I just keep scrolling right until I get to the masters i just yeah, yeah. yeah no and i know where it is it's just yeah. one week closer than it was last week but i just right. want to see like oh, oh one less scroll so uh so yeah i'm looking forward to the honda this week but it was it was if you go back and just watch some of the highlights and naps short game it was mm-hmm. pretty slick to see he's yeah. all over the place and it's like you know what it don't matter yeah. and that's got to be if you're sammy who's like through the first i think nine holes to the first 12 holes he was dealing mm-hmm. and you're not making any ground it's just like Damn, it's like, you know, this dude's in bad position each time. I feel like it's a good way, if you're ever in a competitive scenario, it's a good way to demoralize your opponent where it's just like, yeah, I'm not making birdies, but I'm not losing any strokes, so it's on you. Like, you're going to have to score, you know what I'm saying, to to take it from me. You're going to have to chase me down. And Jake, by the way, uh, Nap wins uh, a million and a half dollars and gets uh, an an invite to the Masters. I mean, like just like that, your career trajectory has reached another level. You know, yeah, and, and, and to be clear, he lost his torque, his corn fairy card in 2021. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like this isn't like uh, you know he he had like a bad season last year and he just kind of worked in offseason. No, when yeah. you say he was a bartender, he was a bartender. For, he, like, he was out of the game for like nine months. He dog. was, and uh, interestingly enough, I'm trying to figure out well what what bar was he a bouncer and security at because he's a slight. He's slight not the biggest build. guy. No, right? they made like, that joke in the, in the column too. They was like, <laughs> wait a minute, he's very slim. 
You were security at a bar. It was a Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, you know, at, at, at Rhino Wood Retirement, you know, yeah. and he, yeah. he was security at that bar. But no, it was, you know, um, uh, yeah. And so, no, you're right. I mean, he struggled, like struggled, struggled his way. And, and, mm-hmm. and now he got his win. So, you know, shout out to him. Yeah. You know, and, and, and good for him. Um, so, LB, did you watch this at all? What do you have on that? And I think you said you have a Manny Millions on this one. Yeah, I didn't honestly, I didn't see a whole lot of the most I saw actually when we were at the simulator at Five Iron. So, just about yeah. the most I saw. I think LB, about, you, you were actually yeah. captivated by that television too. You were, your eyes were on that thing, man. Well, yeah, it was interesting. Well, he's a PXG guy. So now I got to, <laughs> I got to move my PXG <laughs> people, right? <laughs> but he, he, like Vern said, he's got an interesting story too. I mean, he's only played in nine events. And and, right. and made five cuts, mm-hmm. so and, and one of those, obviously one of those being the win. Um, but for the five that he's that he cuts, he's made. He's done well. He's got two top tens, a third place, and a win. And the did five all, times, did they all come this year or or yeah? Well, I guess so. they say last year. They it's saying the uh, twenty twenty four season. Season, so, yeah. yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. Yeah. But yeah, so I did do a Manny Millions for him. Uh, not for him, sorry, not for him, but for this tournament, mm-hmm. it'll, it'll be really, pretty quick. Uh, Bobby Shelton, 28, oh, yeah. 28 years old, you know, went to the University of Alabama. He's six foot, uh, 190 pounds. He turned pro in 2016, uh, but he joined the PGA Tour in 2020. All right, here we go, guys. Boy. Out of 110 events, mm-hmm. he's got zero wins, zero second places, two third places, okay. three top five, and seven top tens. Okay. He's so out of the 110 events, he's made 54 cuts. Okay. What is here is career earnings. It's four year career earnings. I'm gonna put him at three million. Yeah, I, I was uh, dang, I was coming in right there, so I'll I'll, I'll be browsy like I don't know two and a half. Ah, uh, she went the other way. Three point seven. Three point okay. seven okay. is the okay. number. Uh, not bad. I mean, that's I don't, in four years, three point seven million. I mean, we're, we're getting up to Vern territory, but that's pretty right. close. <laughs> um, <laughs> not me. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, the only uh, note, uh, thing of note about his background, his grandfather played football at Bama and then went on to play professional football for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Check that out. That's that? crazy. Like when you when you run that back, if you say to me someone's played 110 events and has won nothing, but then you hear three million over four years, that's mm-hmm. golf right there. Everyone's just mm-hmm. like, oh dang. Now, right. now, now granted, he, again, he's grinding for all for every bit of that mm-hmm. three million. Right. Obviously, that's gross and not net. Doesn't take out the, the travel right. and all this, but that's still a good. That's a yeah, that's a good living. The, the number's good, yeah. But like you say, the wear and tear in 110 tournaments. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and but I take it. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Really quick, Cloud. You said something earlier that I wanted to, that I just thought of when I was thinking about nap, and you were talking about um, we making a joke, you know, about like live not paying for winnings or whatever. I, if I'm nap or Dunlap or mm-hmm. one of these rookies who's won this year, and then you know, look, I love Anthony Kim. I, I was so ready for him to come back. Mm-hmm. And I see the story that he's he's coming back, he's going to live, which is fine. I'm not critical of that, but it's just like right. I'm sitting back, like. I feel some kind of way, like yeah, I could probably, mm-hmm. I could probably drag him right now, like right, right. <laughs> low key. It's like, why don't you just, why don't you take, you know, <laughs> offer me some money? You see what I'm saying? You were talking yeah, about the no, if you're, and... if you're dumb, Dunlap or you yeah. nap, you know, unless you want to play, you know, at least in at the Masters once, right? Like, I want to play in the Masters right. at least right. once. You know, I want to go right. to Augusta, and then right after that, I'm like, yeah, 
give me my 120 million. I'm, you know, and, and I'll play in some shorts, some music in the background for, you know, three rounds. Why not? I think if Liv wants to make it interesting, because I'm, I'm coming up with this idea, like, as we talk, where it's like, you know what, at the, because obviously the people who got paid got paid. But now it's like, all right, we're still going to spill some money over the table. But they should have a thing where, like, each year we let in, we let in 10. Mm-hmm. Just, we got 10 spots. But they got to play in a tournament for it to see who can get it. Right. That right. would be to me. That would be dope. It's like you got literally whoever wins, you hand them a check for one hundred and eighty million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> that would be dope. As opposed to, and again, no, no shade against AK. I know they paying for like the, you know, because he's he's going to be a draw just because people want to see because he, you know, he had that flash yeah. in the pan career. For those who don't know, who are not familiar, younger audience or whatever, who's you know, Anthony Kim, he showed up kind of like uh, in a. Like right in Tiger's height, I want to say, mm-hmm. and he was one of the guys, like Rory and everybody else. You know, sharp, winning tournaments and blah blah blah. Got injured, uh, and then just kind of just just kind of disappeared or whatever. So uh, everybody yeah. been and I mean he's got international appeal too. He does. You know what I mean? He does. And so he does. Well, to that so you know you know who um, to that point who they've been banging on the door for a while now. Live still Hideki. Hideki. Oh they, yeah, uh, yeah, there was yeah, an article in Golf Digest today where there's like there's like these the more he wins they just keep. Up in the number, so because uh, from what I understand, you know, back where he's from, he is a super, super, super one hundred percent. Like, like it's not even, like I mean the way you know people be going crazy over like Taylor Swift and Beyonce <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. Like that's mm-hmm. who he is. Yeah. So yeah. you know. Um. Anyway, uh, let's move to the LPGA tour. Uh, uh, LB, we've got. Oh no, we're done with the PGA, right? Yeah, we're done with yep. that. And well, Honda mm-hmm. Classic coming up. That's always a good one. Is that at um? These are PGA. That's home of the PGA Bear National. Trap, right? Yeah. And so that's coming up. When that stretch of three holes that they call. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it is. Yep, yep, yep. All right, cool. So, uh, Patty Tavertanikit wins on the LPGA tour again, two in a row. Uh, tears still flowing from her eyes. After the first win, um, LB, I know you follow, you know, LPGA, you know, closer than, than, than either of us at this point, I think. And so did you watch this one at all? Or? Yeah, because it was on, uh, they didn't come on until 10 o'clock. So it came on at night. Yeah. 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 yeah so I was they, were, to, they were in Thailand. Where were they? Yeah. Oh, Thailand. Yeah, Thailand. Yeah. yeah. Her home, her home country. Uh, yeah. So I got to see quite a bit of it. Uh, look again, disappointed as I am here in the United States with the attendance. You oh, know, I'm sorry, LB. Can I, can I interrupt? Yeah, go ahead, please. In case people, you know, think I don't know where Hideki is. So he's from Japan. But anyway, go ahead. Because I said, okay. when you come from where he's from, you know, he's a superstar. Yeah, right. Like, oh, oh, you're not doing, the, you're not doing where, the broadcaster thing where you don't no, know and you just fill it in. I just want to go ahead and just say, this he's, guy he's from the Japan. Best at his people, position, so as you fill it out, people look it up. say, yeah, they were like, you know, he's from Japan. But anyway, go ahead. Yama, I got it. And Patty T is from Thailand. Exactly, uh, and she won in her home country, so that was <laughs> that was really nice for her to be able to do that in front of her family and friends mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. So that was that was good. That's her second her second win in a row. Although the first one was not an LPGA event, right? It was a European, a ladies' right. European tour exactly. event. And so by the this, way, shout out to Patty T because she had to grind her way back. I mean, she started yeah. out hot. And then went missing for a while, and now she's kind of doing her thing. Yeah, one thousand fifty days since her last first and last PGA tour win. Um, so she finished minus twenty, minus twenty one. Um, she won two hundred fifty five thousand dollars for her win, and like I say, it wasn't two hundred fifty five thousand dollars first place. That. Right, you get half a million, bro. Right, that's what uh, I'm saying, man. That's they, but like I say, there was nobody there. I mean, if you if you saw it on TV, yeah. dude, there was nobody there. I, I, I it, it disappoints me every time I watch the LPG. 
when they have these events and the, and the crowds are just so, so thin. And what people um, don't understand, you go to these LPGA events, you get so much access to like the players. Like, I mean, it is, they their events, I feel, and everybody, we talked about this, are much better. They're ran much better than the PGA Tour events to me. Yeah. From a media standpoint, anyway. Yeah. Well, the access we yes. get. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. 100%. 100%. But no, but no slight to the PJ who's giving us access to the TPC. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. no. I don't, I don't mean that. <laughs> look, at, look at the cover. Look at it both cover. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I already got hotel reservations, though. Yeah, no, no, that no, up, no, no, no. I heard on your no, show you had the PGA, uh, criticisms about how we did our stuff. So the PGA Tour runs events like nobody else. They do a great job. However, the LPGA events, when yeah. it comes to access to the players yes. and things like that. Mm-hmm. Inside they, rope access. And, oh, my God. they like, come on in and have a good time. Yeah. And, and, and how they are with the fans. I mean, just, yeah. just you know, second to none. But I get it because as far as fan popularity, they are two different levels. And even right. with media right. requests, it's two different levels. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're more yeah. important. So we cleared yes. that up, PG. Yes. <laughs> Do not. We keep love saving, you, PGA. We love you. Yeah. Just don't send them this show. Just don't send them this one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's all I got on the uh, on the uh, P- on the LPGA. Um, you want to hit to this? Let's do this. Can we do this U.S. Open qualifier real quick? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, folks. Bro, uh, all right. I uh, got an email from the USGA the other day, and I was reading through it. So I'm gonna give you the synopsis of the stuff that I that I found out. Uh, so you all know the U.S. Open is going to be held uh, this June, the 13th through the 16th at uh, Pinehurst Number no. 2. Of course, we we previously played. My neighbor, uh, my neighbor Gavin. Remember, I talked about him on yes. the show. I couldn't remember his name. Gavin just got back this week from Pinehurst. Him and his buddies went down there to play Number 2 to kind of get their feels for mm-hmm. the, you know, yeah. Okay, cool. Congratulations to him <laughs> and, his, okay. and his crew. Let's yeah, move on. Yeah, anyway. Yes. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry, well, Tim. Well, it's a couple of things I, I learned in reading this article. Uh, one, to be eligible, it says to be eligible, a player must have a handicap index not exceeding 0. 0.4 oh, I thought or it was be one. a professional. Okay. That's even to play in the qualifier. Oh, yes, that's so, you, so to play for the qualifier, you cannot be a professional. No, 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 no. You, you must be, be or you have to have a, or you have to be 0. 0.4. I thought it was 1.4, but I guess it's 0. 0.4. 0.4 oh. handicap. Or yeah. be a professional. Or be a professional. Okay, too. okay, okay. Yeah. Right, to play it to, uh, to do that. Um, so locally, we're going to have two courses that, that are going to be here, that are here that are going to be used for the qualifying. Uh, PB Die is going to be on May 8th. They're going to have the U.S. Open local qualifier. At, in Northwest. Uh, no, no, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Shout at out P- to Adam from Media. Out Adam. Out <laughs> <laughs> so May 8th, if you want to go out and watch some some players uh, shoot darts, I'll go out to PB Dow on May 8th. Uh, there's another course, which I'm not familiar, well, probably because it's private, uh, the Hillendale Country Club in Phoenix, Maryland. I meant to look that up. Phoenix, yes, Maryland. I've heard of this. Yes. Yeah, I meant to look it up earlier, and I got sidetracked to see, because I was curious, like, well, where the hell – is uh, Phoenix, Maryland, because I've never heard of it. See. And it's probably somewhere really close by. You just, you know what I mean? The first thing you, I see is oh, near Hunt Valley. Is it near Pennsylvania? Oh. Is it that way? I'm great. I hadn't made it that far. Got to go up 83. <laughs> oh, yeah, north of Timonium. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, near so Hunt up, Valley. up 83 then? Yeah, yes. Okay. Go up 83. North of Baltimore. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. How about that? Yeah, I never knew it existed. 
Okay. Well, by the way, Phoenix, uh, you know, Maryland, if you guys want to invite us up there to play. In no, the no. They said never knew it existed until we had designed it for you guys. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you would never know. Right. Yeah. yeah. So don't, don't worry yeah. about it. Yeah. You guys st- stick with Enterprise in Prince George's <laughs> County in Maryland. <laughs> yeah. It's a much easier commute for you anyway. Uh. <laughs> yeah, here's Hillendale Country Club right here. I see it. Yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. just just east. Just east of uh, Phoenix. Okay. Wait, so I, so is it so not to interrupt you? So Hillendale will be PB die, and that's it, or is it? No, one more. About? Oh, yeah, okay. So th- those two are uh, local qualifying sites. Okay. And then Woodmont Country Club in Rockville on June third is hosting the finals qualifying. The regionals. Yeah, I guess gotcha. uh, they call yeah. it. No, they call it what they say, uh, the U.S. Final. Open U.S. Open final qualifying site. Okay. So there's about, I think there's four or five of them around the country for the finals. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. But yeah, so okay. with my country club, which hosts a lot of stuff. It does it, does yeah. it all the yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. 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 I've somewhere said, with my country club in Rockville, Maryland will host the qualifying for the 36th time mm-hmm. in the yeah. past 38 years. Yeah. You know who only had it once in the past years of his existence? Uh-uh. Lake, Lake Presidential. Oh, and yeah, LP could be, I mean, I think it could be a site. I At its it height, be. the yeah. year the year it had it, it was still being run by whatever the, the Kiowa Island Management Company, the people, the Orange Tree logo. Mm-hmm. That, a lot of people don't know, Lake Pres was built or owned by that same company for a long time before mm-hmm. it got sold and passed off and then this is where we ended up. But right. at its height, when it was owned by them, yeah, it hosted, it had a one local qualifier. Okay. And I feel like the last yeah, few years, it's been fine. I feel like the last few years, it's not been bad, but it needs, they need help. They need, new, they need new management. But uh, shout out to people, like I said, I'm looking forward to, I, I might actually try to make it up there to die because when LB told us yesterday, I said, man, I having played that course as often as we have, mm-hmm. I want to see from the team they're playing does, from. Right. Yeah, how they navigate, <laughs> uh, how they navigate. And the I'm course. telling you, I've talked about this man. PB die is probably, oh, you know what? By the way, shout out to Alex Dixon, Beltway golfer. He yeah. is, you know, we're not selfish with airwaves and stuff like that. His, you know, subscribe to his podcast too. His um, latest episode, he is speaking with the superintendent there at PB die. Okay. And um, I hadn't listened to it yet, but, um, uh, you know, I was texting him back and forth because I was just like, you know, to me, PP die is like an underrated course in Maryland, man. Like it is, it is literally, it should literally to me, as far as public courses being everybody's top five. I don't know how PP die doesn't make a top five. Yeah. You know, unless you're sleeping on it, you know, it's, it's I mean, as far as good. public courses that we can, yeah. you know, that we can play. Yeah. Always yeah. in good shape. It's a, mm-hmm. it's, it's a challenge. So I can't wait to see, you know, these guys I go out and, go out and play. Do? Okay. So oh. I'm done, I'm done with the US Open. Okay. okay. Oh, and by the way, so um, LB and I, I believe, unless it rains, um, t- as we record this, it's Monday, uh, February 26th. We're going to go to day two of uh, Good Counsel's, uh, high, you know, high school golf tryout um, uh, tomorrow and try to cover it and bring you guys great uh, quality uh, content from the uh, – and I reached out to the WACA um, – WCAC, sorry, WCAC uh, uh, to see if oh. we can – you know, cover yeah. some of their stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like just the the entire um, league and see what we yeah. can do. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if we can bring you some local high school golf um, here. All right. So we did all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, LB, let's jump. Um, well, actually, Vern, let's jump into this um, this uh, golf uh, wedge vortex. My challenge, my wedge yeah, matrix. You, you keep calling yeah. it wedge vortex. It does sound yeah. better. I like yeah. a wedge vortex. Yeah. yeah. Talk just about imagine you just on the what green, is, surrounded what, just by flying yeah. wedges. Talk about what what ex- what inspired it. Uh, yeah. what it is and the yeah. whole thing that we've been doing. 
So put simply, uh, I had to come up with a quick explanation because the text was long. I sent them about a wedge matrix thing, and they both, I was like, hey, guys, I got this idea. And then they were like, I just didn't <laughs> read right it. Over it. <laughs> yeah, they just like, cool. That's a long, one of Vern's long text. Uh, what is a wedge matrix? So basically take, uh, let's take your la- your bottom three clubs, right? Let's just say pitching wedge, sand wedge, lob. We'll call it that. And uh, you make three swings with each club, one full, one three quarters, one half. So obviously that's going to give you three shots per club, three clubs. That's nine. That's the matrix. You got nine shots and you just, you see what the distances are for each of those. So you're pitching wedge full, you're pitching wedge quarter, three quarter, whatever, pitching wedge half, etc. You do that with all three clubs and you see where it nets out. And so I saw a video, uh, I follow a YouTube channel called tour experience golf. This guy named Ian is really good. And I watched these guys do one of these, I guess it was a, kind of a fitting uh, where they did this, where they was like, yeah, you know, and it was just the whole video was just about, shots under 100 yards etc etc and the argument they were making was a lot of us and i'm guilty of this a lot of us we want to lay up to some full shot yardage which is not which just makes sense you know so you know i want 100 yards i want whatever um and they made the point they're like yeah but pros from 100 yards pros professionals average 15 feet to the pin on their best days it's the closest they're getting they're not sticking it to kick and range each time so the stats show that the closer you get the better chance you have. So mm-hmm. uh, in my mind for this season, you know, we've been talking Claude, about all the putting and all the stuff we can do indoors, all the easy ways we can improve short games. Which, and we've way, done that. I spent 40 minutes this uh, today chipping. There we and go. You'll, oh, hear why in a, you'll hear why in a second. Okay. But anyway, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you'll get the context <laughs> from my comment there. I sent a whole email with suggestions and stuff. Um, <laughs> Vern was no, concerned about my I, You can do it. I'm not worried. Yeah, yeah, we got to get it back. We'll get it back. Um, so, yeah, so I, I had this. So when I when I saw this video about watch them, and, I, and it just when you watch them build the shot list out, it kind of netted. Let's just, for example, if you could imagine a, a, a grid of two by two, it's like, you know, 90. 85, 75, 65. So you, you, it fills out with all these yardages and you start to see like, huh, I do have, you know, if you bomb a drive one time and you have this awkward 35 yard shot onto the green, normally right now, most of the I know at least, they'll have something close to that. Or they'll be like, oh, well, this is about a, a bump and run pitching wedge or, and they're just trying to get it on the green. But if you do this matrix, you might discover like, oh, you actually have this shot in the bag already. It's a half shot with your 52 or whatever. So it was more, it's more of knowing it's, it's the more, you know, right? So it's like, uh, even at our handicaps, whatever your handicap is understanding that you're not going to flush these shots perfectly every time. If you have an idea, like, Hey, my pitch, my pitching wedge half shot goes between 70 and 80 under the best conditions every time. That's a point to work from. And now, you know, you have that in your bag. And part of this too, when I saw how easy this was to make this little matrix, I'm like, Hey, we should. You know, we've been working on the putting for the past couple of years. Why don't we take it up this year to make the challenge be shots under under 100 yards? We're not afraid of those shots anymore. We're not, and there's right. no. Re- and again, the other thing too is, as again, you know, weird lies aside and everything else. On a, on the most of generalized or playing these short shots from Claude, like I told you, these are slow. These shots don't require a ton of power. They require precision. Mm-hmm. These are slow shots that really only you you can lock your hands out. You can do body rotation. In other words, the technique is not insane. We're not trying to hit, mm-hmm. you know, a, a, a 200 mile an hour driver out the center of the face. You can do this pretty slowly. So there's really no excuse. If we can chip and putt, to me, there's really no excuse that we can't pitch. So I think, so I said, we should build out this matrix and just see what the numbers are, see where they're at, and then we can work on those shots. And so that's what we did. We ended up going to, um, uh, I, I went to, I had a range session earlier in the day with 
with Glenn for something unrelated. And then while we were there, we went ahead and built it out while we were outside. And then we, you know, went to the sim at five iron, uh, later on where I think I've, we got, uh, Claude almost fully kitted out. We did one with Manny with a sandwich. <laughs> yeah. So now Glenn, by the way, showed up with a beautiful bag, beautiful new brown. He has the feather. best bag in the group now. And Ooh. I don't know what to do about it. <laughs> well, we know what you're going to do. Just about accept it, man. Just no. accept it. No, listen, I'm not going to lie. I, I'm not going to lie to you. Since he's sick, I've known about this bag for a while. He's had it for a minute. Uh-huh. And since then, like I kept looking at it and I, now I go on vessel like every week, just waiting for a new color. <laughs> I was like, I have to get back on top right now. His bag is real clean what's funny is is that um after uh, like that morning manny and i along with my sister her husband you know my wife's here we were at city swing we fed the homes that morning and then just you know went over to city swing because my sister's birthday was that week said why don't we go get something to eat and you know put manny in the simulator and we were all sitting down eating watching him swing and stuff like that but yeah of course i took some swings and stuff too but it, w- it was funny because we were all there hitting early that morning and then, uh, you know, and my sister was like, I, I figured you'd hit a lot more than you're doing now. And instead of watching Manny, I was like, oh, 2.30, I'm going down to 5 Iron in Baltimore. <laughs> and then Manny was like, oh, can I come too? I was like, ah, oh, let me text the homies and see if, you know, if it's all good or whatever. So, yeah, he would. Um, so, so yeah, it was like, it was, and, and Vern was like, yeah, tell him it's time to gear for spring season. It's two-a-days now. And um, so, yeah, that was that was pretty fun. But, yeah, I, I, like, I like that idea. The only thing that was bothering me was I'm pulling everything now. And you know, like my miss was always left. Like it was yes. always like slight, like a slice left or, 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 or would leak slice, out yeah. a little bit. Yeah. But now I'm pulling everything in with, and, and I couldn't get out of my own head. And so I'm trying to make adjustments. And the next thing you know, I'm hitting it directly to the left and it's just sliding <laughs> off the club face, hitting the wall. And it's like, it's not even registered. It, it was, it was so bad. I feel like I need to redo my whole little matrix thing, but maybe not. I mean, I don't know. Well, well, some of them. Well, here's the, here's the beauty of it too. So when you, if you go do this, uh, and again, it'll take about 30, 45 minutes, whatever for you to do it. It's not going to take that long. Um, obviously, you'll do it a couple. You know, you maybe do it a couple times. My suggestion was that we do it once in the sim, and then on the, when it gets nice outside, we go outside to the range and do it one day, just to kind of confirm uh, confirm those numbers. Probably Boomash. Boomash has, has an excellent short game area where I can we can actually see the targets to to get at them. Uh, or I was. Uh, I'm not gonna lie to you. Like driving home today, I was thinking, I was like, man, is there like a a football? The ideal place would be like a football field. If there's like a football field, I could just rent for me. Like, <laughs> just, yeah, I'm just plant some target flags. Down I'm serious. Like, yeah. like go to Montgomery uh-huh. Parks or whatever, and just be like, no, I need to say, oh, is this for your football practice? Uh, well, no, just for me for golf practice. But here's money. Here's some divots. <laughs> yeah, hey, listen, hey, you have to fix the field when you're done. But the, the point to your point, Claude's point about like you know redoing it or whatever. Yeah, it basically, just I would say just try it. Just go out. Even if you only do it with two wedges, you have a two by a two by two matrix. You know your pitching wedge and your fifty two or whatever your next lowest wedge is. Just go out and and just see. Hit three shots per full, three quarters, half. Those can be whatever that means to you too. That's like you know what your full is. So something a little less than that, and then a half shot, probably waist high, is a, is a, is a good uh, is a good marker. What you'll discover, you what you might discover is there's shots in there that you have that you're just. Not, they just come natural to you that you didn't even know. So, for instance, Claude had the half shots seemed to be pretty easy for him. He could do those money like he was out drilling those uh, within a pretty tight circle. And one of them was like, I don't know, what was it, 55 yards? It was some odd yardage where I was like, now, did you know if right now we went to a course and played and you were 55 yards out, would you have known, oh, no, pitching I, wedge I, half? 
I, no, exactly. I, I would put fifty yards, fifty five yards. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and so these pros in this, who were getting fit in the video I watched, they actually have a little card that they mm-hmm. keep with them in their bag. And this is kind of like when you see tour pros when they you know open up the yards book. And I mean, they're getting obviously insane detail because they're much better. Right. But it wouldn't hurt to have like a little matrix in your scorecard mm-hmm. holder where it's just like oh, 55 yards, and you might see. Like the what I told Claude was like you, you know like say a pitching wedge half shot or a mm-hmm. sixty wedge full shot, those right. two might be really easy for you and they might kind of overlap. So now you got two options. It's like right. oh cool, and, I need to go. Yeah, it would depend on how you're hitting that day too, because maybe like you're feeling more comfortable with your full sixty, or you're like oh, I'm not feeling real comfortable with my full, with any of my full shots. Yes. I'm going to go half with my pitching wedge. Yeah, mm-hmm. the confidence is in knowing that it's right. that you that yeah. you that you have it. That's basically because seeing how easily they did it there, and I was like, dang, you know, like yeah, it, yeah. So I don't want to be in a position where I you know run a short par four and I hit a great drive like I usually do, as as is my my. Uh, uh, personality i guess my golf personality you bomb it out there and then you're you know you got like 64 yards and i'm like oh here comes a bogey and i'm but just that's struggling what golf does golf like literally you can hit a great shot mm-hmm. and golf will make you hate the fact that you hit a great shot like oh now i just got 60 <laughs> yards to the green this is the worst and it's like no this is great no, this is this is easy this is the position that you want to be in 100 100 so i'm going to take ownership of that this year even if nobody else does like i said we'll build out the matrices for matrices i believe is what it is for anybody who wants them i think glenn has one has a full one we'll we'll, we'll, we'll get you squared away claude once you you like feel you're more dialed in lb already has it i asked him he yeah, said, hey, I never, toes. yeah i never wrote it down though i just you know okay yeah. it, be, it might be worth it to have because again there, yeah. there could be like how many times do you take a half shot 60 mm-hmm. now it probably never but it may be a shot that you can execute easily that hits some weird number like 28 right. yards and you, you'd be like oh the flags you know oh, 25 yards yeah. i can land it past bet yeah Boom. i definitely need to recalibrate because the wedge i hit i went to the range today at blue mash uh-huh. uh inside of the blue mash the grass tees are not open yet won't be oh. open until uh he said probably early april before the grass tees are right now they're hitting off mats. Okay. okay. So when he told me that, my immediate response was, I said aloud was, then why the blank did I come here? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I mean, for real, that's why I came there because I wanted to hit off grass. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I was there then, so I'm like, well, give me a bucket. Shit. Give me a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> but you're saying your wedge goes further now. Yeah. So my yeah, my new PXD is different. Yeah, it goes further than my other wedge. So now I have to recalibrate. And I did a lot of that today. I had a lot of a lot of wedges just to see hundred yards, fifty yards, that kind of stuff. Full what right. full would do. So yeah. But yeah, but before I had that all in my head, now I have to uh do it again. So I'm mm-hmm. I, I, writing it down probably is not a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Then I have to yeah. just remember to go in my bag and look at the score, look at the uh, sheet. So a good place to keep it is in, in, just in that uh, if you use the yeah. scorecard holder, yep, just have it in the yeah. top. Yep, yep, mm-hmm. yep, exactly. We'd be like and real then, pros and stuff. Uh, hey, yeah, well, man. you know, again, there's nothing, again, Claude, <laughs> like for anyone listening who's like, oh, my game isn't that good. It, 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 whatever you're, I think this works pretty, you know, if you're like an 18 or below, like if you can get around it like 90 or something, this will work. It's just mm-hmm. the area will be bigger. So like if you have a, a your half shot pitching wedge, okay, it might be a range of 50 to 60 yards, but you know, it's there. And as mm-hmm. you get better, that'll get smaller and smaller and smaller and you'll dial, you know, you'll, you'll be able to dial it in. So uh, that's the, that's the move for, for this year. Half shots, get good at pitching and we're scoring. We're scoring this year. We're not playing games. There you go. There you go. Not playing any games. Now it'll be you, 
wanted to mention a golf vortex that you're getting sucked into? Yeah. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Since since I since we went into defending a PhD and I got got new clubs. So the day I go to the range and as long as I have a different club, a, diff, a different grip on my new clubs than I do with my existing clubs. Mm-hmm. So of course, when I'm at the range, I'm like, hmm, these ain't the same as those. So now I need to get new grips mm-hmm. so that they're all, I have the same grip across <laughs> so the entire, entire, entire set, of course. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. So then I'm on online, I'm looking at grips and I'm like, oh, that's right. I, now I need to get a new wedge. I need a new lob wedge now. <laughs> so I'm looking at wedges. And then today, I'm, I don't know how it happened. Then I end up looking at clothes. I'm like, well, I could probably use a couple pair of new pants. <laughs> and it's just like, we finally did it, Bird. We finally done it. Well, no, you haven't because I haven't bought anything yet. You uh, will. But, but the, will. The, the bug is I got the virus, man. I got mm-hmm. the virus. And I've been doing so good for so long. But now because all of a the, sudden. The thing you have right now, Lawrence, is time. And, and right. time That's is not going to be your friend. You're going to be sitting exactly. down and be like, let me go ahead and just buy something. I went to, when I was leaving the range today. I went, I, like I said, I went to Blue Mask early today, yeah. and I it was early. I was on my way home at like two, and I was thinking, you know what, I should just ride off the second swing. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear Aaron listening to the podcast right now. Right. Just like I got you. I, said, I know I they, pro- you. I know they probably got some wedges out there. I'm sure I could probably find a nice wedge out there. Of course they. But then I was hungry too, but I was like, you know what? Nope, nope, nope. I'm going home. Mm-hmm. I'm going home and go home and eat. That's what All I right. did. See, I you're, you're living the life this year, what Denise, Coach B's wife, was living last year. Right. And yeah. remember, she's gotten really, really good at yes. golf. Yeah. Got a hole, yes. Did she get a hole in one hole last in one. year? Yes, she, she did. Got a hole yes, in one. Did. Like, yeah. she's gotten really, really good. So you're living the life this year, what Denise <laughs> lived last year. And, and, and matter of fact, Coach B sent us a video. Him, Denise, and um, Charles, Charles. Charles mm-hmm. were out at, which, was that a PJ Superstore? PJ Superstore, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Down there, hitting and simulated, hunting, right. looking at clothes. <laughs> they just out there having a good old time, and you know. And but the only one that can play whenever they want right now is Denise, and yep. so it's just so, <laughs> y'all is running laps around the rest of us, you know, because she just got time. She's yeah, like, yeah. I, time. I heard that text not too long ago about getting together this spring and play and playing some golf. So yeah. Get yeah. retirees out there. Yeah. Retirees yeah it's it's going to be trouble for us on the course, Claude. Tell oh, you, yeah. Wait, oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Lawrence, Lawrence is going to get real. Like, he's going to get retiree bougie on us, where it's like, hey, you want to play Sunday morning? Like, nah, nah. Unless I'll you play it all do, week. Unless you can do Wednesday or, or Thursday at, like, you know, 945. 214 in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah. You can't do that. Not, yeah, he's going to get real. Real, real tea time bougie on us, and uh, and I'm here for all of it. I'm here for all of it. Anything else we got to talk about with golf? Oh, I'm, I am going to. I did talk about getting in contact with Matt. I mean, I'm going to do you know get with him and do the mm-hmm. PXG thing. Although I've gotten the itch for. Remember when when um I mean when I first started, I had those like Ram clubs from like Sports Authority or whatever it was. Right. The time when I, but the the second set of clubs I got was the Titleist AP ones. I'm, I kind of want to get back to time. I want to just see. I just want to see, you know, mm-hmm. what that's see what all about. talking about. Yeah, I just want to see what they talk. I want to get fitted, see what you know, or at least go through a whole little situation, and then. Um, but I want to get to 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 our buddy at PXG. So, so that so that's multiple fittings. Then you got to do at least two. Then 
That's what it feels like. Yeah. It feels like I'm headed to two fittings, but I'm not mm-hmm. trying to do nothing unless I can figure out why in the world I'm pulling everything. Because I mean, what's the point of going to get fitting and, and, I'm, and I'm just sitting there pulling things further than I would normally? I got to get a lesson or two. Yeah, I was gonna say lesson first, then fitting. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of lesson, um, mm-hmm. Glenn and I were talking about John Ross, who we know from time to time, and we've talked about this on the show, goes mm-hmm. missing. And so I sent him a text this morning. He hasn't responded back yet. Hopefully he's all right. Yes, keep up alive. We'll see what's up with John Ross. Uh, Okay. All right, guys, this is Golf DMV. We'll be back next week.